0: All of that brought all these del- these little elements into the picture and fine-tuned me. And through that, I started to discover more and more about my voice, about what I want to express, what is interesting, what stories I want to tell. And I got to um, write, direct, and play in my own um, wow. short film for our thesis. Which was such a mind-blowing journey.
1: Today I'm talking to the multi-talented actress Sani Jalalzadeh. <laughs> you can hear that, Sani. <laughs> it's so great to see you again. It's wonderful to see you as well. Thank you for taking the time to. No, that's a great that's pleasure. You look stunning, just as you looked in Stadtpark when I saw you with your little dog. And oh, yes, she's right here by my side.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. How's your day going? I love the hearts
1: on your shirt. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, you. I'm a I'm a heart person. You and I <laughs> definitely connect on that note. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Great to know, oh, and and that you noticed it as well.
0: details I always pay a lot of attention to details there's a lot to communicate and understand from just the little minor details that people
1: get to choose daily yeah absolutely and I also read that you you know that you well I saw a quote I don't know if it's your quote but you said that life is a canvas and we are all the colors of the painting (laughs) Yes, we are. Yeah. That's so true. I've I
0: always feel like life and this journey that we've all embarked on in our own way. It's this movie that again being an actor, it's a movie that you get to unravel the stories through the experiences. And every it's so interesting. Growing up, I always saw that everyone likes the same thing and they want the same kind of goals and achievements in life but as I grew up I experienced more life and people and realized wow everyone has such a unique as unique as our fingerprints and no two experiences are the same so that was very fascinating to kind of bring it into a painting because that's Mm -hmm. another realm of another medium that I really like to use to express my feelings.
1: Yeah, but you are so multi-talented. I see, you know, singer, dancer, um, painter, and, and actress. It's uh, amazing. Maybe I'm still learning. I'm not fully there, but the rest uh, well, been just my outlet. Well, it's it comes from within. And it's, I mean, learning, yeah, I understand. But, but still, it must be something that's inside you that needs to come out.
0: I do agree, I agree. I feel like with art, it's anytime that we have any feelings and we want to express things that mere words and just a dialogue can't convey and hold that space that's needed, we turn towards art. It's another outlet for expressing all those deep desires, fears, love and and there's so many different emotions that can be embodied and expressed through art that i feel like just words can't fully well i want to correct that because there's poetry and poetry can capture art in a very beautiful yeah. way but
1: just yeah. a simple conversation i feel like it's because it's also not just fr- that that you, as a painter, do or express, but it's also the viewer. You know, I find that sometimes you look at an artwork and it it really speaks to you in such a way that you, um, you know, that you, you that it evokes an, an emotion. Um, And and I had this experience where I once visited um, an artist and he in his studio and there was a painting and he was busy with the painting. And when I saw the painting, something just I actually got goosebumps. Mm -hmm. And um, when he told me the story of the painting and and what he was painting, I I really had this very strong emotion. And I never had that with the paint, you know, with looking at a painting. So then i realized it's it's how powerful it is you know that you you will look at a lot of paintings but there's this one or or a few paintings that will really speak to you and i think that is that um that expression also from the viewer yes i think art
0: in all different forms and mediums it's a It's kind of like a dance. It takes two to tango. It takes the artist to express himself or herself. And the viewer and the audience, they interpret their own story. And that's what I love about films and movies in general, because it provides this canvas of, here, we'll take you on a journey, but we'll have this kind of roadmap of where the trajectory of story is going to go and you the audience can project your own experiences and your own interpretation onto this and therefore go on this journey with us as if you were living through this story or this experience or this time frame which would not be possible in this physical realm unless through these different mediums so it always takes two and I love how when I was younger, I, I feel like art has layers, like an onion or a cake. And the more you do- dive into it and the older you get, at least for myself, that was the case, I was able to understand deeper layers where I, before I would look at a piece of painting and I would wonder, okay, what is it trying to tell me? What was the artist trying to I was thinking from the point of view of the artist, what are they trying to say? But now I've developed this point of view where when I look at a piece of art, I start to really think about what am I taking away from this piece of art? Mm -hmm. What is my perception of what this artist put on the canvas or on a film or on a Mm -hmm.
1: um, piece of paper? It's, their way of yeah, I haven't thought of it that way, but yeah, that's that's a wonderful way to look at it. Yeah,
0: I, I really believe that what I see and the person next to me sitting and looking at the same painting would not be identical because our experiences are not the same. Two people exactly. have never lived yeah. the same life, and we, at the end of the day, are a collection of experiences and memories all wrapped in a suit of flesh, which is yeah. very beautiful.
1: Yeah, that's so true. But this is, um, I mean, you are definitely thinking a lot about this and and, uh, and, and you have this, um, it, it's deep, deep thinking, I mean, about all these things. But now your uh, journey from, uh, I mean, you came from you come from Canada? Yes. Were you born in Canada? No, I was born in Iran
0: and I moved to Canada when I was really young in grade 2. And my journey has been one of being all over the world and kind of traveling back and forth, but I was born in Iran, I was raised in Toronto, Canada. I moved back for high school. I did a year of engineering there before going back to Canada and then studying psychology. And then from that, I transitioned into acting. So the thinking that you're witnessing is a foundation beneath all of it because human behavior and the way we just operate fascinates Mm -hmm. me on another level, which art really is one of the ways of tapping into that human element and essence that we all carry with us and whenever anyone I hear anyone say that oh I can't do art or art is not for me or I'm not an artist Mm. I always want to tell them you've just never given yourself a chance yeah you're you're shutting it down before we all have it in us we Mm. all have our inner artists it's just how much space have you provided for that
1: muscle to strengthen and grow yeah and this is so my um uh, you know my my passion is is to think about uh, our children and the education system and how we mm-hmm. can use mm-hmm. art uh, in the education system to to tap into all these facets of of ourselves and to then also enrich the children and let them have a better education because of it um but uh, but it's uh, fascinating that you because it's I have that also in common. I grew up in South Africa and then wow. moved to Europe. Yeah, so it's these and it's uh, these cultural differences that you pick up and I think that also makes you look at life a little bit differently. Oh, definitely. And this past
0: year, I've been playing a little bit of a Marco Polo kind of, journey where I've been traveling to gain more experience and just open my view. And I've been in LA, in Vienna and Athens so far. Um, and wow, mm-hmm. my mind has been blown on so many levels. Just the difference in, oh, I don't even know where to get started. It gets me so excited trying to even bring all of these into one sentence to yeah. um, translate what I'm trying to think. But when I got here and seeing the difference in culture, in the history, in the weather, in the region, how that translates into people, how they interact with each other, how they're, the, the communities that are built it's fascinating and how that translates into how people express themselves through art, that again is a whole nother level. And you could see it in all these different parts and it just amplifies that whole aspect that we are so unique and cultures add so much flavor and so much depth to that layer of art history that we all have and possess within ourselves mm.
1: and it's uh, uh, true what you say. And it's uh, I come from an industrial town in South Africa where we didn't have a theater and I'm, I mean it was a it's a very young town so it's uh, even the architecture is different and for me to walk in Vienna I take in everything because for me it's everything is so different you know and I Sometimes wonder people who grew up here who see it every day if they also still are amazed about a building or the architecture or something like that. And and in that sense, I sometimes feel fortunate that I come from something that's quite so different to into this world and that I can experience it, you know, like new. For me, it's it's new.
0: I definitely agree with that. I feel like walking around at- Especially because I have my dog, I'm constantly walking outside. I feel like a child walking yeah. with amazement and wonder. And I'm so excited. And I'm the kind of person I don't hide it. I don't, for me, it doesn't matter if I'm on the streets or wherever it is. If I see something that's bewildering, I will stand there and just stare in astonishment. And that's how I've been just, and I had the same thought. I, I wondered are other people as excited walking around (laughs) seeing all this architecture? My eyes are having an orgasm just looking around every single day and it doesn't get tiring. Mm -hmm. But what I also find very interesting is that even when you say you come from an industrial um, kind of environment where you didn't have as many vibrant buildings, maybe uh, that itself is a form of beauty that for someone that, May have lived here that may have been such a out of norm experience to witness the industrialized version of yeah where we went with life it's -hmm. it's another chapter in this experience of humans that we just keep yeah well you
1: yeah well you just make me think now maybe that's why i always want tools for Christmas instead of um, (laughs) (laughs) flowers or something
0: else. (laughs) That's
1: in my my industrial background. That's very interesting. (laughs) But um, so uh, you said that you first studied uh, engineering and what made you then be interested in in, um, theater and in acting? For me, I feel like... Being a performer has
0: always been something that's been within me. And mm-hmm. it's always been something that I've had this longing for. Growing up in a Persian family, there were set of academic standards that thinking that that is a way to success and being able to provide for yourself. You should all pursue these kind of things. And art was not very much of a you can successfully make a career out of this, it's very rare. So I was kind of nudged in the direction of the academic realm. And in Iran, um, as we were talking about the educational system, the educational system is in a way where you have to pick a category of education. So either mathematics, physics, biology, humanities, or arts in your high school. And you can only go into university um, programs related into that field, depending on what you've gone into. And arts was not taken as seriously as you want, at least for what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. it was the option of, okay, mathematics, biology, and humanities. I did not like memorizing things biology kind of grossed me out so Mm -hmm. mathematics it was and then the options that were available were engineering programs so I went into urban design which had a had bit of art in it after architecture which my sister went into architecture so I didn't want to follow in the footsteps but it was a matter of after two semesters of doing engineering and studying that, um, my parents kind of witnessed that this is truly not what I want to do. And I'm constantly looking for outlets and anything I can just dip my toe into with an ounce of art or space to express. So they offered me the opportunity to go back to Canada and study whatever I want. But at that point, I Knew I wanted the art, but I was still not in a place where I had the strength to fully pursue it because it had been put on this pedestal. And anytime I would watch movies, I would feel this urge and this longing that I would give an arm and a leg just to be in that situation and just see Mm. what, when they call cut, what happens after? What I am. That's a fascinating Mm -hmm. part to me. And how did you study and get ready to play this character? And how did you embody all these emotions and feelings? So when I decided to go back to Canada and I was allowed to study whatever I want, I was not sure what I wanted to do. And I didn't think I could pursue an art um, program because I didn't have a portfolio or anything to provide for the um, entrance exams and whatnot. So I decided to go into psychology because I wanted to understand the human brain. I wanted to understand myself and I wanted to understand other people. And I wanted to understand why we do what we do. And fast forward five years later, I get my degree and I made my decision that it is now or never i Wanted this so bad, it has not left me for a single day. And if I don't do this, if I don't pursue it, I will regret this at a point Mm -hmm. of my life. And I cannot live with regret. That is one of my promises to myself that I cannot try. Worst case scenario, you fail, and then you know it's not for you. And then you move on to something else, right? Instead of, oh, I wish that Mm -hmm. to me sounds. Oh, it just gives me the chills. So mm. after psychology, I applied to film school, auditioned, and then got in, and then the rest is history.
1: Wow! And then how did that how did that progress then at film school? I mean, was it then? Did you feel okay? Now I'm living the dream. Now now I'm there. It was it was it wasn't
0: that I'm living the dream. It was that I'm living the journey because. Yeah that there's never been a final goal and destination. And through acting, I was able to not only get to further know myself, Mm -hmm. psychology allowed me to understand my brain and the human cognition. Acting allowed me to get in touch with my body and with my presence. It was so fascinating to see through that um, journey of school, I didn't know how to speak. I didn't know where my voice was coming from. I didn't know how to properly stand and use my body structure. All of that brought all these these little elements into the picture and fine-tuned me. And through that, I started to discover more and more about my voice, about what I want to express, what is interesting, what stories I want to tell, and I got to um write, direct, and play in my own
1: um wow. short
0: film for mm-hmm. our thesis, which was such a mind-blowing journey. Mm-hmm. And that was the most, that was a cherry on top that mm-hmm. once that was done and completed, I could not get enough. Mm-hmm. And just wanted more and more and that just opened the way to a whole bunch of different avenues where film and theater are one aspect but then you've got live performances which is something that I personally very um navigate to being the entertainer of the family as a child I kind of build this persona, in a sense, of the, I will, ho-ho. All right, i yeah. you <laughs> and this. So that played mm-hmm. into um, the future experiences I had where I even got to be a magician's assistant for a three-and-a-half-month production. It was so mind-blowing. My inner really? child was just... Jumping for joy when I got that audition and when I got the gig. It was so cool to see how things were done behind the scenes. And it was, again, this amazement and excitement is what came with all of the other aspects of going into film and theatre. It opened a lot of avenues.
1: But again, it's also maybe that uh, the fact that that you had to go through a time where you really knew, okay, this was what I wanted to do. So you did something else and then you got there and then it almost makes you appreciate everything then so much more, you know, because it was just not, not a given. Yes.
0: And it's interesting because I remember the first year, the first year in engineering and the first year in psychology, I wasn't as serious and, you know, you're as, new freshman, and you're just kind of exploring university and all that. But my first year in acting and I took a condensed program because at that point I had done six years of postgraduate. So it was, it was a matter of, okay, I'm here to learn. I have no time to waste. Give me the information and let me go. And I could see the difference in our class because you, we started with, Two classes are our entry, two classes of 18 and 17. And then by the end of the program, there was one merged class of 12 that graduated. So I could see the contrast of how there were the younger versions of me where they were enjoying the experience. But it was more of, okay, let's see what's there. And Um. I was there like with laser vision focused Mm -hmm. and I found it funny a bit how I would sometimes get a little frustrated when some of the other students wanted to disturb their class in the sense of kind of, oh, let's get the teacher not to, you know, like, oh, let's yeah. distract them Let's don't distract the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it makes you be very focused
1: and you know what you want. So you're yeah. there for a reason. Mm and then uh, when what is your uh, or what do you prefer then do you prefer in front of the camera or behind the camera well you've done both now i've done both mm-hmm. but i can't i can't that, that's a question that i love both
0: i can't okay. pick because there're two different it's kind of asking do you like apples and or or oranges mm-hmm. there're two different um experiences, anything that's performance and live, you mm-hmm. will develop such a strong, beautiful bond with the people you're working with because you're practicing and you got to do the, for example, with the magician um, assistant, we did <laughs> the first day that we opened, I believe I did 23 runs of the same show in one day so to have that level Mm. of interaction it's a community it's it's that's an experience on its own and then the thrill of being on stage it's like no other it's a a roller coaster that is so enthralling it makes you feel alive Mm. on another level and then with film you get to be able to create things that being able to do in a live situation isn't as easy because you have the elements of being able to cut and affect oh, yeah. and all mm-hmm. these different elements. So you're able to tell stories and you're able to get into that level of, okay, let me go into that really deep, dark place that I want to portray as this. Because I've been cast, um, a few of the short films that I've done, I've been cast as the mom and I tend to kill my children in <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and yes. Um one accidentally another one on purpose, but it's to get to that level of yeah, okay, now you gotta kind of portray a mother who has accidentally ran over a child trying to escape from an abusive husband, that takes a level of mm, and yeah. to be able to get into that and then play Mm. with that and then have the effect of lighting and this whole village that comes together to make a movie again it's Mm. two different worlds but both feel like play to me they feel I I get so much joy that sometimes I feel like I'm cheating I'm like this is so much fun am I actually (laughs) working here (laughs)
1: so, <laughs> but that's great if you, if it's like you know if it is like that for you. But this is not the easiest career. I mean, you you really have to. The competition is is very fierce, and also, you know, like with many things, um, and in the arts, it's sometimes about who you know and and the connections mm-hmm. and and being at the right place at the right time. So, oh. yeah.
0: I definitely agree with um connections Mm -hmm. connections that's something that um was made evident to me when i went to la for an event um so i've again being an artist and as you said with the difficulties of breaking into the industry Mm -hmm. you kind of learn how to have your hands in a few different baskets and kind of utilize your craft in different ways so one of the things that especially during the um, pandemic I turned to was live streaming as we all needed more connections and it was kind of my way of being able to connect and also practice my skills on a daily basis and because of that I was invited to an event in LA and in the two weeks that I was there I made so many connections mm-hmm. just with the simple dialogue. Then I was trying to do, mind you, it was COVID when I was trying to connect with people in Toronto. Um in the past year that I was working as an trying to work as an actor during COVID, which again, I, I understand that the level of work was low and all that came mm-hmm. with that whole Um, experience that we all went through but it's so key because a lot of the opportunities get filled before they even make it to the level that would be open for even casting to send that out so connection is very important right place right play right time definitely makes such a big difference I feel like it's Again, it's a it's a little dance. So you got to have your know the right people, make sure you have your skills and hone your craft well enough. So you're always ready to go. So when someone pops in and then at that moment, something's going, you're like, OK, I'm ready to go. You need me. haha. So yeah. So it's, it's it's a dance. It's a medley
1: but is that also why you you do all the different things like dancing and singing and acting is that does it come natural to you for me dancing is definitely something that's natural I haven't been
0: professionally trained it's something that I picked up as I grew up I've always been um, a hands-on learner so the way the same way we were talking about education system I've always been much of a self-taught learner in a way because I the way I learn is that I'm visual. So I need to see, once I see something and if I'm given the space and also the tools as in being able to ask questions the way that I need to comprehend and fill in the gaps, then I can literally copy paste that, what I'm seeing. So with dance, that's what I... It, it happens seeing people dance and videos and whatnot. And then my, just what I feel with dance is that it's this little wave and I feel like it just moves me. I feel like oh, yeah. music is this puppet master and I've always been this puppet that just flows with just hearing the sounds. And it's so interesting because recently I did this um, chakra dance meditation uh, workshop where it was mind-blowing how the different um, chakras had a different um, wave of music that they played and how that brought out different styles of dancing Mm -hmm. and it's this is what I love about life that everything I've done so far has in a way contributed to where I am right now and kind of bringing all these little tiny elements to paint a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. So uh, a couple of years ago, I did a music video. It was a Persian music video. And they asked me to do um, Sufi whirling, which is this um, dance that the Sufi um, Darish, they would do. It brings you into a state of trance and it's a lot of, swirling around and there's a whole science behind it with the speed that you start and you got to keep the momentum the same so the liquid in your ear does so there's a whole lot of that and because of that music video i learned how to um do this dance now fast forward to two years later during this meditation when they were playing the music that was in line with the heart chakra was it the heart chakra or was it the throat i'm, I'm confusing the two but one okay. of the my body started to just very naturally and instinctively spin and then it started Amazing. to emulate that same movement and it all clicked and i was just like oh
1: what
0: you really? yeah. were doing this makes so much sense and then also with tibetan um kind of tribal dance, it has a lot of, it's in your sacral chakra Mm. and it has a lot of uh, kind of like, you know, how babies, when they're doing the Mm. thrust, that's, again, it was amazing to see how my body naturally instinctively wanted to do those movements. And then doing some research, finding out that the thrusting movement of your um, pelvic moves, your uh, sacrum, which Mm. helps the, liquid in your um brain the brainstem
1: yeah
0: uh move faster which that's the the golden liquid that they say that gold um that's what helps you regenerate re wow regenerate Regenerate. your cells so it was fascinating to Mm. see
1: that all of these play into our yeah internal being And so so just proof again how the sciences and, you know, how that and uh, science and art and all these things that come together. And I mean, they are so interlinked. Yeah, I I agree.
0: Because it's a holistic approach. It's mind, body and soul, physical, is science. And then your soul is that whole artistic aspect that comes from. So for me it was a very instinctual um, way of learning it. Singing though, hasn't been as, um, hasn't come to me as naturally and instinctively. And I'm still working on honing my voice. Um, But in the realm of acting, especially with the competition that is around nowadays, it is the more tools you have in your arsenal, the, Mm better your odds of being able to stand out in yeah. situations but one other factor is that now there's a lot of emphasis on actors and artists creating their own stories in order to provide that space to be able to practice their mm-hmm. craft. In so in school we were taught apart from acting a brief introduction into production and all the other elements that play into making a film because you have to be in some sense, a one man band now that you all your self tapes yourself and send it in and edit it. But it's becoming a whole holistic approach
1: to. Yeah. But this is what I ask many artists is, you know, that side of things where Yes, you know, you practice and you say so musicians, you know, they practice their their instruments and they, they work to, to try and, and get to the best level they can. But then it's this where do you get the work or where do you get the money? And and you know, and you have to create yourself and and this is uh you know, this is part of also of um of the career of the the artists, you know, that they can create their own work and um, or uh, their own income in that sense that they're not so dependent on big companies and so on.
0: I feel like that's in part due to the change in the structure of the industry as well because it's taking a turn more towards it's not a big company than now it's not MGM and You know, Warner Brothers that only dictates who gets what and what movies are produced. There's a lot of indie production companies that are coming in. And the ability that we have now with our smartphones, for example, just the camera qualities that we have and all these different tools that any person can have access to with not having to spend an arm and a leg to acquire has provided this new way where okay, you're not gonna hire me, I'm gonna go create it. And then here I'll showcase, not only I'll tell my story, but I'll showcase what my capabilities are. And then through that, what I found, and one thing that has been very um, instrumental in my personal um, art, artistic career is, again, that connection and word of mouth. From working on one set, you connect with someone that wants you on their film for that set and then so on and so forth. And this connection and networking that you do as an artist, which I believe is one of the key components is what kind of allows you to create and collaborate. Collaboration has become the new method of being able to put your art out there and not wait for an opportunity, but create your own. Mm
1: But it's like it's and and these these collaborations also, this brings uh, it it brings so much more because when you collaborate with another artistic mind, then, of course, you create something that you yourself wouldn't have been perhaps done on your own. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's that's amazing. That's you know, that you are taught that as well or that you are made aware of it when you when you study. Yes.
0: And I feel like there's so much learning that happens to you whenever you collaborate with different artists. As you said, everyone brings their own little color palette into the mix. Yeah. And for me, the biggest teachers in my life have been the people I've encountered. And I've been blessed to be able to meet a lot of people and encounter a lot of different stories and their stories are not just stories, but it's lessons, it's hardships, heartaches, love, all these different things that if you take a second to look at, you can sometimes take a few of those elements and add it to your arsenal and kind of embody that level. For example, I worked with um, a Persian uh, director in the summer. Well, not summer, in September, Mm -hmm. almost after summer. And the way that she was so proud of her roots and she was telling this story, it just sparked this part inside me, this this sort of a sleep um, part of me that is linked to my roots and my culture where I may have kind of this is myself for a little while trying to fit in to the other side and seeing that interacting with her collaborating with her on her vision and project was such an inspiring encounter that motivated me to start a few different ventures on my own so again it's, you never know
1: what can come out of that yeah interaction and mm. collaboration oh but that's wonderful and but your energy is just absolutely amazing i mean really <laughs> and same with you so, no and and uh, i mean i remember when we met each other at the first of january 2024 just well, what because i
0: what was the, the the word for it we were um a rutsch a
1: ruch into the new year uh then, in the german rutsch yeah into the new year yeah sliding into the year. <laughs> um but uh but so wonderful uh, and, uh but talking about the new year but what are your wishes now not just for the year but for the future what is what is the big dream mm-hmm. now for you
0: for me right now i'm in the pursuit of a few different projects that I have um, cooking up but one of the things that has been really pulling on my heartstrings is being able to hold space hold space for not just artists but whoever requires a little bit of space and love Mm -hmm. and to share that with my community and pass that forward. Now the method and the medium I'm trying to still kind of figure out. And this chakra dance has been such an inspiring interaction again, that is making me further do research. Cause if that's a, it's it's definitely a calling. So I, one of my hopes for this new year is to, be able to create a community where I can, with collaboration of the rest, provide that canvas or that space or that method of telling someone's story or whatever can aid in the collective healing that we are all trying so hard to kind of embark on. Yeah. It's a very interesting year we all experienced, and I don't think I'm the only one that says that there's a lot of healing and a lot of love change. that needs. and yeah, yeah,
1: I think a lot of change for everybody as well. And right. I think people, a lot of people, and I, I don't know if it was the pandemic, but, uh, you know, a lot of people... Um, also questioned what they were doing and and really if it was worth it and and I think this is yeah but amazing what you are doing and and, and that you are it's in a way serving people as well
0: I believe that the pandemic provided a pause the same way that meditation does it provided that little gap between constant go 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 to sit there for a second and then wait, why am I going constantly? Okay. Yeah. What is, and questioning and mm-hmm. your mind catching up with your body is what kind of brought this level up. Okay. Let's rethink my strategy of life. why am I doing this? What is the purpose? Is it bringing me joy and people realizing this and then speaking up about it made other people also realize it and then it just became like a little domino effect that just passed it forward but at the end of the day I feel service to others has always brought me joy being able to share the love because I always said it in my little show that in a world where you can be anything choose to be kind Because it only amplifies with being shared and it doesn't take away from anything or anyone. So I feel we really, really could use more Mm. of that. And if I can be a facilitator, if I can hold space, then, hey, that brings me joy and that brings Mm.
1: others joy, then, hey, win, win all the way around. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. And you are... So creative, you know, that uh that I'm sure you will inspire as well, everybody. Oh,
0: thank you. Creativity mm-hmm. always my imagination has always been very, very active since I was a kid. And uh it's it's fascinating to be able to play even as an adult. Yeah. Have that part of you be very active and the opportunity. And I feel I like, I am very blessed. I am very blessed and I'm very grateful for being able to pursue this, despite the fact that I worked and I fought tooth and nail to get to this point. It wasn't handed to me. I've yeah. Everything in my past was telling me, no, you cannot do this. Oh, you mm-hmm. think da, da, da. And I just, I've always had this mindset. If I want something, the world cannot stop me. But if I don't want to do something, the world cannot make me do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That has been a big contributor into Mm. being able to pursue my creativity and let it flourish because it's a muscle. Again, the more you practice it, the Mm. stronger it will get.
1: Exactly. (laughs) But now how long are you in, in Vienna for? Um, I will be here until the end of January
0: and mm. I'm going to be going back to Toronto for a month or two okay yeah it takes. there's Are a you... project that I'm going to be doing there and then after that the world is
1: open for you yeah <laughs> amazing oh wow and and Really, this has been so great to talk to you. I'm so happy that I saw you in Stadtpark, in the beautiful Stadtpark. Mm. It was a absolute uh, no coincidence that I got that I'm It met was so today. surrendered to this. Yeah.
0: It was such a magical moment. And yeah. thank you for doing this, for providing the space and the platform to not only see artists, but
1: give them the little time to express themselves and oh that's a pleasure it's I love it uh it's I feel very privileged that I, that people share their stories with me and I always believe that whoever needs to hear an interview or whoever needs to hear um an artist's story uh you know it, it's out in the world now mm-hmm. so there's somebody well, you will hear very it. Good at
0: it and you definitely <laughs> provide that comfortable relaxed
1: oh, space thank you for so our- much
0: Being able to share.
1: Thank thank you you for that. I appreciate it. But, Sunny, um, have a lovely afternoon. Thank you so much. I hope you have a lovely afternoon as
0: well.